Okay, so the inside job is looking at and working with our internal experience so the external acclimates to how we feel. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was a guy, a friend of mine, that always, he said this to me, he said, he said, Peter, never leave someone in the same state that you found them. Always do what you can to increase the energy. Mm. Always do what you can to increase the vibration of, this, of the situation, which means going into something with a, with a buzz, with, you know, some positivity and some optimism, and, and rather than walking around with your head down and shoulders down and woe is me type of situation, it's not useful to anybody. Um. So, and, and this is interesting. If you you live your life not not aware of how you're presenting, right? Like we yeah. could live our lives, our whole lives, not aware of how we're presenting, or we can take time to figure out what we want our attitude to be, and what type of thoughts or beliefs or ideas will help facilitate the vibration or the the level of energy or the the attitude you want to bring into whatever relationship you may be in, whatever environment you may be in. How do I how do I get to a place where I am I'm elevating the people around me. Exactly. And how it, how how can I move through life and have some form of awareness of what's going on in me to bring maybe new experiences into my life. And the cool part is that once I'm able to recognize, like it's a, it's a humbling experience. It really is because I've walked around for so long with this built up image or this built, these built up thoughts and ideas. And then once I really look at them and recognize that they're not, it's not true. Mm. And I could have sworn they were true. Yeah. That is a blow. That is a blow to the, to the whole system. Because the whole system's operating on those ideas and those thoughts, but that's see that's that pain, and that that un, that that uh, being uncomfortable with it. That is the, that's the inside game. So what what would we what how would we communicate it in a way to somebody who's listening and wants to begin this process of self analysis and engagement about these types of things? Like how would someone go about doing that? Yeah, the first thing there has to be a willingness. There has to be a desire to oh there has to be a willingness to to look at it. And that sometimes is difficult because for the longest time I was in a state of victimhood where it was everybody else's problem. Mm. And but see then finally life comes to a place where the ship is sinking. And it might not be you know sinking financially or what like but like internally like Sitting, sitting at home or being uncomfortable in my own skin for as long as I was, it starts to get really, really acute and really, really painful. And, you know, there, there comes a place where I come to this fork in the road and there's a couple of, there's two options. And I can keep doing it the way that I'd been doing it and I can keep pointing the finger at everyone else 
for how my life has turned out and how I feel internally about it. Or I can say, you know what, I'm done with that. I'm done. I'm done looking at everyone else and I'm going to get real and I'm going to look at me. That's the pivot that has to take place to start. Hmm. Like I have to put, I have so to, I'm going to look at where I actually am and how I'm actually feeling and what I'm thinking, my ideas about who I am, stuff like that. My, yeah. And the, the perception I'm carrying around, Yeah, but the perception changes. The perception goes from looking at it, looking at you in relationship to it, to looking at me in relationship to it. Me in relationship to it. And I start to see that, and that the it is the multitude of maybe social human problems that Jobs, I'm experiencing. career, finance, relationships, living, whatever. Exactly. That the world doesn't need to get better. I need to get better. Right? That it's it's not the job. The, the job doesn't need to get better. I need to get better. And looking and looking at that and looking at it in relationship to it. And so I start, like, I need to get better friends. No, you need to be a different person. Damn. Or I need to stop going to these places. No, you, you need to be a person that doesn't, that does this instead. So this is a totally different approach because, like, this is, this is not going to get or putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. This isn't going out there into the field of life and being like, I'm going to figure this shit out and find new friends and find new relationships and find new jobs and careers. It's literally the opposite. It's saying, I'm going to look what's going on within me. Yeah. I'm going to uncover some of these things. I'm going to write these things, share these things, talk about these things, connect with others who are doing the same thing somewhat. Yeah. Well, I, I start to see that I am, I am in every situation that I experience that, the thing I don't like about the relationship is the thing I don't like about myself. Mm. The thing I don't like about the job is the thing I don't like about myself. It's my own inadequacy that shows up in my life. Or it's my own delusion, my own ego, yeah. my own identity. And that's what I mean by inadequacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my own, it's my own perceptional issue that I cannot see. I can't see it because I'm still putting responsibility on you to make it right for me. Wow. And then the cool part about it is that once once I'm willing to look at it, right? Like I can get involved and start taking a look at it from my perspective, but then my my capacity to accept people where they are goes through the roof. That she no longer has to perform a certain way for me to feel okay about the situation. The job doesn't need to do the things that I thought they needed to do for me to be successful and for me to enjoy my work. Because I can see myself in it. So, like, an exercise could this be... This is some heavy stuff. Yeah, but... <laughs> this is some good stuff. But an exercise could be, like... Um, like, relationships are a great starting point. Like, look at, look at your track record in relationships. Yeah, I just did it this weekend. Yeah, so you know, you know what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> But like, I've got a pretty clear picture. Guys, it's not that great. Yeah. It's, it, it, well, oh. and it's painful. Yeah, it hurt. It it's really painful. hurt. But the, the thing that I, I can do is I can look at my track record in relationships. And I can look at every single thing that I didn't like about a relationship. I had. I was. 
So I didn't like the fact that she didn't respond, like text me back mm. on a regular, like just a simple response. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a right? good one. Well, good example. Yeah, I mean, that's just, right, like, you know, you're immature. You're listening. Blah, you know, blah, you blah. know what we're talking about. Yeah. She didn't respond. He didn't respond. You know what it is. Yeah, exactly. I don't respond. I do the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the, 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 the reason why I don't respond is because I'm not interested. Mm. And so if I'm not interested because I'm not responding, then guess what? There's a high probability that the person that's not responding to me just isn't interested. But we take it personally. Yeah. We take it personally because I'm att- I, I can be attached to the situation. I can be attached to the other person. I can be codependent with that other person. And there's a million other variables. It's They could just see it and forget also. They could have had a car accident or there could yeah. have been a situation at work or there could have been something, but, right? But the point is feelings, the, the message doesn't get returned or it doesn't get returned the way you would have liked and your feelings, you can feel it. Right. That's not their problem. That's my problem. That's my issue. The feelings and the, the, the thoughts and the, emotion, the emotions are taking place in me, not in the other person. Hmm. That's my problem. And I look at that and I, I, I go, well, yeah, it's true. I do the same thing in my life. Mm. I won't respond and I won't be on the ball or whatever. And it's for a multitude of different, different reasons. But at the end of the day, I do it too. And that's enough. Right. I don't need to go any further with that. Like I do it too. So I understand. And when I can understand, I can accept but if I can't understand it and I can't see it and I'm not willing to look at it, I'm going to be in a lot of pain. And it's going to, it's going to, that, that pain is going to make me do a lot of weird things. Mm. Things that I might not be interested in actually doing. And so then the cycle starts again. And that, that one dies out and then the, the next one comes, but it's the same situation. She doesn't respond when I want her to respond. And so I look at that and go, well, okay, well, what can I do about it? What I can do about it is recognize that I would like to be, um, I would like people to treat me like I'd like to treat people the way I'd like to be treated. And so when I get a text message today, I respond. Yeah. And it's, but I've, I've been in that as well. And it's, it's, I, because I take such. I practice that. What's that? I practice that. Yeah. Well that, but I've, I've been caught in this. So like, I'm always, uh, so like. I practice it really hard. I always, I'm always wanting to be available and I always want to return phone calls and text messages. It's so, I take super extreme consideration with it, but that doesn't mean that others need to do it for me. That's, exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. Like it's. Exactly. So really it's, it's about like, I have to, I have to hone in at least the way I'm framing this, the way I'm looking at it is there's a way of being where I'm able to express and engage with the world, whether it be a, a job, trying to make a sale for this business, uh, or trying to court or date somebody in the future, not not in the near future at all. It's going to be a while, but like, <laughs> it's going to be a rough. <laughs> you don't want no, if you're listening out here, you don't want no part of this. It's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure out what's going on and in, in turn we got to fi- fix this shape this up. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no one want, want nothing to do with it. Anyway, so 
the idea would be that I would be okay regardless and that I'm just expressively engaged and I'm being who I am and I'm sharing. And yeah. I think that's what's been so heavy on my heart since we talked last week. Sharing, not telling. Sharing, not getting. Giving. Like, and it's, you know, you know what it's like when you're about to send a message to somebody and you're, and you feel a type of way and you're going to feel a way whether that you're going to wait for their response you know what that feels like. It's like I'm texting and now I know it's going to be on my mind until they respond. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. I don't want to live that way anymore. Yeah. I'm done doing that. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I'd much rather literally never date anyone ever again and have like a, a, a stress-free, anxiety-fear-free life than have to deal with that shit. Yeah. But that's an example of the inside situation. That's, that's the inside job. Is looking at that, but that's but that's why because I'm in I've never done this before. Yeah, and I don't want to pretend like it's like I don't want to I don't want to pretend like my humanity can be eliminated totally. You know, like no, it's it, yeah, like it. There's a but see, there's the understanding of how it happens. See, because all of a sudden I have the puzzle pieces to recognize. Like I understand how I did what I did. If when I go off and tell somebody like I know where that comes from because I want that person to perform a certain way so I can feel good about it or I can have it done my way right because it's it's a it's a selfish self-centered situation I want it to go my way and so I'm going to tell somebody and so when I do it though I look at it and I go well what are you thinking is it is it is it too abstract or too delusional to think that these fears, these insecurities, these these things can be worked through? Like, is that like, is it possible to live a life where you're, yeah, you're just good? Yeah, I a hundred percent believe that. Hmm. What makes what what makes you believe it? Because I've experienced pieces of it in my own life, with or without job, with or without woman career with or without money yeah freedom it is possible not being interested in what's going on out there but interested in what's going on with me and it goes back to sort of what we talked about in a couple episodes ago and like under like knowing my business and understanding my business but then also understanding and taking a look at my life and realizing that the things that are coming into my life are a direct result of my beingness who I am, what my character is. I am like, like I am whatever it is that I'm attracting. That's me. That is me. That's Peter. And it's foolproof. It, it, it is when I look at my entire life from my friends in elementary school to my relationships when I started dating I was attracting myself where I was as I was that was what was coming into my life you know and when I got to wake up to that when I saw that that's what was actually occurring I recognized that it wasn't was no longer my business to care about what was going on out here. It was my business to 
care about what was going on in me and how I was seeing things and how I was looking at things in my life. Because from that period forward, I've never not been able to go to sleep. No matter how strenuous or how much anxiety or fear I've experienced at night, I've always been able to go to bed because I look at this stuff and I just go, well, what can you do? I can't do anything about them. There's nothing I can do, but I can do something about me. I can do something about how I see it, and I can wake up to the truth of what's really going on. And that's a fun thing for me, and it's not super esoteric, and it's not super like, you know, like, I don't have to be... Very practical. I don't. Yeah, I don't have to be, you know, in a Himalayan cave or anything. I just have to be willing to get interested in myself. Man, dude. Yeah. And when that happens, the th- when that happens, it just it opens up. It just it just makes so much sense because like you have one organism, you're in this body, it's a loner. You're this spiritual being living in a man woman suit, wherever you may be in. And you've got all these neuro- neuroses, these these chemicals firing off in our brains and societal ideas and expectations, fam- familial expectations and worldviews and advertising. We got all this stuff that's orbiting our behavior and we're wondering why we're not happy and why we're not content and why we're not experiencing peace Yeah. and why people aren't conforming to how we think they should conform to or why the, the world isn't opening up the way I feel I deserve, you know? And well, it's a wild goose chase. It is a wild goose chase. Yeah, it's just... I'm literally spinning my wheels. I can literally spin my wheels. And you're and you're saying, which it just sounds so right. And I never know. I'm not going to know until we listen back to this. But what you're saying is, stop looking out there, and stop and start start examining oneself. Yeah. Yourself. Examining yourself. Essentially. It's all I got. That's all we got. That's this is the organism of That's our it. being. This is what we have. It's That's always going to be here with us. You're always going to be you. There's nowhere else for you to go. Yeah. So examine it. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. And there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of great literature and there's a bunch of cool YouTube stuff that that people can listen to that talks about this stuff. Unfortunately, most of the information is garbage. Like <laughs> mo- How how long into this deal did it start? being able to like how, when did this shift happen where you realize like this is an internal job where I can pretty much work on my own I mean for me it happened pretty quickly uh just because I saw my former nature like my former way of living mm-hmm. and how stupid it was it was just so stupid so every you you just kind of woke up to all this. It just kind of clicked in. Yeah, in a way. And then you know through the through practice through disciplines and through practice, I've I've grown with it. But I just saw that I had this track record of what my life looked like and what my focus was. And my focus was never on me. My focus was on everyone else. And I felt it was a disaster. I felt I felt. I was miserable a lot. And I somehow came out of that and then I started to get involved and look at it and realize that it was not the world's problem. The government didn't need to change. 
My family didn't need to change. Where I came from didn't need to change. The money I earned didn't need to change. The job I went to didn't need to change. I needed to change. And that everything that I had experienced in my life was a reflection of me. <laughs> it was not their pro- It was not the world's problem. And then it happened. And then I just, I, I just started going on this. I just got interested in practicing, uh, practicing this stuff. And so then you start reading all the books. You start listening to the lectures, yeah, YouTube videos, and you're like, "Wow, other people know exactly the same stuff that I'm." experiencing and working through yeah and it made sense to me and it's not the stuff that's mainstream it is not mainstream information Mm -mm. it's not dr oz no it's not uh, a book that gives you that gives me seven steps to be highly successful yeah it it came in all different forms from people like alan watts from people like sajaguru from people like um you know uh meister eckhart and meister eckhart napoleon hill yeah, all these guys, like Think and Grow Rich, like all sorts of different um, modules and modalities. Man, dude, I'm extra as fuck, dude. Like I got, <laughs> I'm always like, like I feel like I always, it takes a massive amount of effort and energy for me to chill. Like I just, I, um, I always feel, the one thing I loved about Alan Watts is when I heard his meditation, the way he described it, the, it was the first time someone had expressed it in a way that I could understand and made sense because you throw the word meditation out there and it's like, whoa, dude, like what it, but when he just says, it's just recognizing what is and letting things flow and letting things happen without identifying, judging or labeling. It's like by being just present to what is you're in a meditative state. And that happens if I can just leave the fucking thing alone. Yeah. Peter, just leave it alone. Just let it do its thing. Let it do its deal. And so for me, I look at the day as sort of like us, like those, the, the, the snow globe shakers. Yeah. And, um, it starts with the snow at the bottom. Yeah. I'm clean in the morning. Like I'm chilled out, ready to go. And then I take that first step out of my apartment door (laughs) and the fucking guys going 50 down Barnett street, (laughs) ran the stoplight and splashed a puddle all over my new shoes. Yeah. The thing's shaking, <laughs> right? There's like snow and there's stuff like flying around that globe. Yeah. That's when it's on. Wow. That's such a great analogy. Meta- yeah. Metaphor, whatever. That's, and, and then you're the, you're the little snowman in the center, just trying to be still and like centered. Yeah. And then it's, see, then it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility at the end of the day to leave that thing alone. And so in the, so you're seeing the external world creating chaos. Then you're seeing your internal world start to take issue with the things that are occurring around you. Yeah. And the idea is to stay centered and recognize the recognize it for all the impermanent passing bys that they are. Well, well the question, I mean, in that situation when the guy was driving 50 down Barnett Street, which is a small street, and there's a pizza joint and a convenience store, you know, and there's kids running around. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, and the guy's flying, right? Well, the question I asked myself was, Peter, have you ever done that? And I have. Many times. So then it'll go, well, who the fuck are you? That's a moment of humility. 
Mm. And that thing's that's I dropped that like a yeah, it's gone. Mm. And that's the most consistent thing in looking at myself is that the thing that I don't like or the thing that I have a problem with is something that I've done. Mm. I have myself done. And I don't like it. it. Doesn't feel good. So how can I walk around in the world and point fingers at people and say, you need to be doing it differently? Or how can I go around in the world and expect uh, others to be different when I'm doing it or have done it? Yeah, I always I always just assume people don't know what they're doing. I, I think pe- I always assume that people, they're either something, they know something I don't know or they just don't know what they're and doing. And again, that's like myself. I am not, I cannot be immune from that. And for this sort of, I guess it's a neurosis that we're talking about in a state of being, I don't, I think a lot of this, I think a lot of this stuff can be worked out through self-reflection and self, self, uh, self-interest really. Um, I think, um, there's a lot of psychological professionals that people say, well, I'm going to therapy. Yeah, that's, that can be beneficial, but it's only going to be beneficial if I'm willing to look at myself. Hmm. Going to a therapist and talking about problems of other people and talking about problems of the world and talking about problems of life was never beneficial for me. I was just using a therapist as a trash can. Mm. I was dumping my garbage in the therapy session and then I'd tell people, you know, yeah, I'm in therapy. I'm working on it. (laughs) How's that going for you, Pete? It's not going anywhere. It wasn't. Um, The thing that it did give me is it gave me a lot of awareness and like talking about that stuff. But the one thing that I was never willing to get down with was myself. I'd never wanted to look at myself. I never wanted to get into what was going on in me. I wanted to get into what was going on with you and how you needed to be different, how you needed to change. And that is, from my how I see things today, that is the greatest issue with uh, people. That is the root and cause of most suffering, is the lack of interest in how the individual is showing up in the world. The individual as yourself. The person, yeah. Yeah. The person. Lack of, like, looking at, yeah, you just said it. Yeah. Huh. It's the biggest problem. And I, I don't even know if a problem's not probably the right word for that, but it's it's the, I see, I just see so much of it, and um, I have so much empathy because it's that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, and it's uh, it can be very very painful. It can be a very painful way to live. Um. And. Yeah, because well, what happens is it like, just our culture draws you into it, or just whatever it draws you into it, and you don't even realize that, reality is a miraculous place. Like. You're living, you're breathing, you don't know how you're breathing, you don't know how you got here. There's trees, there's cool buildings, there's, you've got these feelings like music makes you happier and you can release emotions and, 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 and you're so caught up in 
the the comings and goings of all the people or the ideas or the things or the politics, whatever it may be that you're wanting to change out there, that you're you forget the fact that you're this miraculous expression of the universe having an experience for, from seemingly nowhere with no with no real end in sight. Yeah. And it doesn't see it. It doesn't take me out of having an opinion on a situation and it doesn't take me out of having a belief about something. It's just that when I go and share that opinion or I share that belief, it's mine. It's mine. I take responsibility and I own that. That is how I feel and how I see it right now. It's not the school teacher that put it in my mind that made it right. Or it's not the TV show or it's not it's 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 mine are there are there any beliefs that you have or opinions that you have that you think are worth holding on to um well they're ever they're ever changing they're constantly being molded and constantly being shaped i have less opinions and i have less thoughts about things today than i did six years ago Mm. way less way way less right and the the the, i guess where i was going with that is that um i don't have any business telling somebody else what to do but i do have business in sharing myself with that person right how you have thought through or see things yeah that's something i can do right but it has to come from my perspective and it has to come from me it, it cannot be, I cannot use words like you or your or you need or um, you've got to or like that sort of crap is useless. Mm. I can say things like I see it this way or for me it's this way or uh, I'm not going to do this or I'm doing this. I can only come from my I can only come from this. I cannot come from, I cannot come at you. So the trouble, uh, let's do a little, a little more, one last PT time before we close out because we got this, the cheesesteaks, which is yeah. personal time. PT time, yeah. I thought some... it was physical therapy. <laughs> it could, I mean, it's just as important. My right hip is, <laughs> I, uh, I got a locked right hip. So, so I, I decide, I've got, I've got a, I've got a bad habit of deciding what I'm going to do and then doing it. Um, even if it's not r- like, how do I say it? I've got a bad habit of making a decision on how things are going to be and then believing my own ideas and my own way rather th- and and like literally it's like I'm telling others this is what I'm doing. Mm hmm. Rather than sharing with others what I want to do. So I've got a bad habit of always, like, I will, I'm getting better, like, uh, at not expecting and and trying to control or run or fix or improve anyone else. But with me, this is what showed up this week for me is, like, I'm still trying to run my life the way I feel it needs to go. So I'm making decisions and telling everyone what I'm doing. Rather than sharing and being open to ideas before I make decisions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I got it in my head that I was going to move into an apartment. I knew the apartment complex, it was going to happen. 
you know, I talked a little bit about wanting to leave and I was just tired of hearing myself complain. And I was like, I'm making a decision to go. I went to the leasing office. They gave me a tour. Turns out you need a job. (laughs) Turns out you need a higher level of income than I can afford. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but it brought me back to reality. And it was a good thing because it made me realize this about myself. I stopped creatively engaging with not knowing. All of a sudden, I put my knowing cap on. And that's an issue for me. And uh, it takes me out of the the excitement, the engagement of life as it unfolds. If I've got my knowing cap on, and you know, it's, it's hard. You can, there's certain things that you just, you, you know, and you do, you know, and I'm not saying anything was wrong. It's just, it really brought me back and, and realigned me with, with stick to the vision. And it also gave me a perspective to figure out what it was I actually wanted. Because I thought I wanted to wake up next to a river every morning. But, you know, like anything, a month later, it's just going to be the new normal. So then I had to realize, well, what is it that I actually want? Because it'd be nice to be out of the house that I'm in. You know, it'd be nice to have my own place. It'd be nice to have my own situation. And it's like, well, let's let's run the tape back a little bit further. What are things you can do to continue to cultivate your own sense of ownership? Where can you put yourself to begin to create more opportunities, income, and engagement. Right. And it just, it brought me back to that. Basically, it just, it just, you know, we did the big vision. This brought it back even closer to home, like a personal vision. And I wrote it out. It's funny. I actually, I was all, I was all fucked up for, it was Wednesday. I was all fucked up, just feeling angsty as hell, just bummed out. I go into the living room and I'm like, man, I'm just going to turn the Netflix on. I'm just going to watch a movie. Like I I feel so shitty. I'm just going to, and then I was like, wait a second. Why don't I sit with this and see what's going on here? So I sat on the couch. I felt the way I was feeling. I offered it up. I said, I don't know why I'm feeling this. Is there something I could do? I don't know. The thought popped into my head to pull up The Alchemist, book that I've got on my Kindle from back in the day. And I pull it up. I'm sitting there. And the first page, it says the king guy, that like the mentor, shaman guy that shows up. And he says, you should always know what you want. And I read that sentence and I was like, I don't even know what I want. I'm all angsty. I didn't get what I thought I wanted, which was this apartment. So I don't even know what I want. And that gave me the, the move. It was like pulled out my notepad, wrote out goals. What do I want with a big question mark? Started writing. I had questions. I wrote down the questions that I had for myself. Will getting this thing you think you want make you happy? And it's like, no, because you can be happy right now. Like It was like I was having this dialogue with myself on a paper yeah but you were working it out for you yeah and that's the you touched on something that was interesting that I can relate to and that um, I used to have this um, um, I'd tell people I'd talk about what I was going to do and um, over time that's become less and less and now I just do it (laughs) like I don't need to tell people hey this is what I if I have a question about maybe making a move or making a play at something, I can certainly ask, like, what do you see here? But the reason why I was asking or telling people or like I I was telling, I wasn't sharing. I was telling people 
what I was going to do. It was because of my own insecurity about it. Wow. So I needed to have some validation from something outside of myself to go with it. Because what I wanted was for that person to say, oh, yeah, like that sounds like a really good idea, Peter. You ought to, you know, that you, you should do that. Makes sense or whatever. Right. So it was just co-signing on my shit. And what I've learned from that is that I, if I'm steadfast and I'm going to do something to just do it. And here's the thing about that is like just doing it can take time to build up to when I do it. It could, there can be a buildup process to that, to that action. Um, but like, I don't need to go up to my buddy and say, Hey, like I'm going to ask her out. 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 Right. And keep doing that crap. I don't even say anything. I just ask her out. It might take me six months or six weeks or whatever <laughs> to build up the gusto to make the play. It's so interesting. This is, I'll, thank you for what you just shared because it, it's giving me insight into my behavior. Yeah. Because I, when you were sharing it, I, I saw, I saw that in myself. Yeah. That that's what it, that's what it, do I still, do I still do it? Yeah, I do. I, st- I do still do it, but I'm, I, I'm aware that it's coming from a place of insecurity. It's coming from a, from a lack of abundance. It's coming from a place of, of less than because I want somebody to give me the go ahead or give me the thumbs up because then just subtly, just subtly, I don't have to take full responsibility for the decision. Yeah. And for, I'd say, oh, well, you know, that person agreed with it. And, and for me, it's, it's a control mechanism and it's, it's, it's an ability to create the change that I want instantaneously. Yeah. Because everyone in the house, when I said I'm leaving, all of their faces went ghosted. Like they're like pale and they're like, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? And I, and I got the, I got the effect I wanted from actually leaving by telling them I'm leaving. Yeah. And that's an issue. Yeah. Because they're not pawns on my, on my scheme to feel better about right. where I'm at. Right. It happened. It happens in all, in, in all, it happens in all sorts of situations. It's, it's yeah. I wasn't aware. I wasn't even aware yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. This is, the, this is, this is what's so fascinating. Like this is why it's so valuable because yeah. I wasn't even aware of this. Yeah. But it's, and, it is. And then having the, having the, the awareness of it um, after the fact, I can always clean it up. Yeah. I can always go back to the deal or go back to the person or the situation and say, hey, look, I was a total moron. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on and I was saying this stuff and <laughs> it clearly is not going to go that direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can own that. I can own that that place and take responsibility for it you know yeah and that's that's what happened but the in the even more interesting thing is with this conversation and with that awareness what that tells me now moving forward about myself is that it's a behavior or a mechanism that i will do to create the change instantaneously that i'm not willing to wait for so it's an exercise like i have to continue to exercise patience um yeah, not only just patience, but like willingness to wait. I know that's patience, but like willingness to, because I, I like the idea of like when the decision happens, there's no talking about it. You just, you make the decision. Yeah. The decision makes itself. Yeah.
and there's there, see there's a lot of there's a lot of power in that place because it's um it's a hundred percent ownership there's no ninety five percent or there's no like I'm not putting five percent on that person or ten percent on it like it's it's hundred percent go time and it's all on me dude it's so crazy i i stopped taking i stopped taking calls or meeting with uh, treatment centers around or recovery or whatever's organizations around the area because I did not have a product to give them. And so it was like, it was like, I, and, uh, and I can't, I can't make any decisions for the company because there's nothing to give anyone. So it was like full on stop. And I've got a buddy of mine wondering like, when are we going to meet up? When are we going to meet up? And I keep telling them stuff and I had to stop doing it and be like, listen, I don't know when anything's going to happen because like the, the idea is you show up with something and it's ready. You don't show up to tell somebody about something that will be ready. You show up with what you've got, right? You don't show up with the idea of where you could be or how things may look, right? And that's all, see, the, the stuff you're talking about is that's all the inside stuff. That's all inside, that's an inside job. That I mean, that there is no, um, there is no external stimulus or situation that um, fixes it. Like, it's that's my business. My business, my responsibility. It's, yeah, if that's something that I'm looking to move forward with, if that's something I'm looking to do, and um, there's great freedom and responsibility. There is a, there is so much freedom and there's so much peace in being responsible and being accountable and taking ownership and recognizing that if I get sacked from a job because I didn't do the things that I was asked to do, that I can be responsible and own that. Hey, you know what? You're right. I didn't do the things you asked me to do. And I wasn't as productive as you as you needed me to be. I was very, you were very clear when I started the role that this is what you expected of me and this is what you needed me to do to contribute to the company. And I didn't do it. So I understand that. There's a price to pay for every, every action. Every action has a price. And knowing that and understanding that and seeing how that works in my on my track record allows me to take ownership of the things that are yet to come like it allows me to to be responsible and to be accountable and to be understanding of hey you know what it might go this way and i'm okay with that yeah. i am okay with that outcome or i'm okay with whatever comes because i've been responsible and i'm aware of what takes place and you're open to the change the changing nature of reality yeah i'm open I'm open to putting myself out there in a new relationship that might not work, right? I'm open to putting myself back into the golf space and it might not work. I'm open to putting myself out there from an entrepreneurship perspective that might not work. But I am responsible and I take accountability for those, for those um, choices and those actions and those decisions. Mm. And that's the one thing that even though I spent so much time being so asleep and so victimized and like pointing the finger at everybody else, I cannot, even under those circumstances and that frame of mind, shuck the responsibility on my life onto other people. 
I did those things. I acted that way. I was that person. And as a result of those, and as a result of that situation, this is what came down the pipe. Now, the question then becomes, having identified that that's the way it worked, Peter, are you interested in doing that again? Well, you have to answer that. Right. And the answer is 100% no. Yeah, no. So then what are my options? What are my options? How do I go from a place of uh, stagnance and like insecurity and fear and anxiety and compulsion and, um, you know, uh, being a victim, like feeling like a victim and all of this, this powerless human stuff? How do I go from that place to coming into a place of responsibility and creation and vibration and right and it all comes down to awareness it all comes down to taking a look at myself in my own life and that's where anybody has to start they have to start from a place of awareness hey i am done looking at you i want to look at me i'm interested in looking at me what do i have to do and then when that is put in front of the person that person has to walk that it can't be like oh well i'm thinking about this or oh well you know like it sounds great it sounds really cool and then a year later hey what how's it going what's been happening how's your life changed how have you changed in your life well you know what i never actually read that book and i never actually practiced that stuff and i never actually did any of it okay cool so how's your life well, my boyfriend just left me or, you know, she just dumped me or the job fired me again. Well, how many times have you been fired from your job? Well, every job's fired me. Yeah. You think the job's the problem? You see what I'm saying? And yeah. that was me. That was me because, and it took some people to sit me down and like point this stuff out to me where I started to see, whoa. Whoa there was one common denominator and all this sort of stuff. And it's not the external things. It's me. I'm in every single situation. I'm in everything like change your friends. No, you don't have to change your friends, Peter. You got to change you. You got to, you got to be a different person. Now, if you don't want to change, then you can't play the victim anymore. You can't, you can't lean on that. Because you're not willing to do the things that are necessary to change. So you're going you're gonna to continue to have the same friends. You're going to continue to have the same relationship experiences. You're going to c- continue to have the same work experiences. And most importantly, you're going to continue to feel the same way you do about your life today as you did 10 years ago. Damn. And that's the deal. That's, that's the deal. That's the waking up deal. That is the waking up deal. That is that is the when the uh, that is when the racehorse leaves the pen, right? Like that is when it. That's when it starts to starts to go, and then life can never. It can never be the same. It can never be the same once that happens. Well, it's it's really cool because you start to realize how much of an effect you actually have on your experience. Yeah. And you can play with that. You can experiment. You can look at it, examine. You can 
you can tr- you can you can behave and try and express differently you can relate differently well there's it's there's freedom there's an element of freedom and there's an element of not being chained up and not being not being bonded yeah it's it's just it's so tough because like there's so many narratives and stories that float around in our heads about who we are and who others are that sometimes it just sometimes it takes a little bit of time to weed out all that stuff but there's never but but that's but that's the dance yeah it's part of it that see that that to me is the most interesting thing about this is all this stuff that's still uncovered that's that still hasn't been co- that still hasn't been uncovered yeah like the question that I have today in my life is like, well, what, what's driving you? What's driving you, Peter? It's a good question. There's a lot of things. There's there's still old things that have been said to me when I was a kid. There's things that I've read in the newspapers. There's, um, you know, images I've picked up from uh, different like art pieces, you know, whatever. Right. Like it's just there's a there's a lot of. There's a lot of things and a lot of external stimuli that have shaped who I think I am, who I think Peter is, right? Who I think this character is. But it's getting involved in that and it's taking a look at how that shows up on a daily basis. And then over time, once I become aware of those patterns and I start to see the things that are really eating my craw, right? Like I can I can start to let those things go. And then there's a new wave of things. But every time something's let go, something else pops up, but it's a new experience and it propels me into a different space in my life. In the game of life, the job gets better. Hmm. The The life gets better. Bank account has more dough in it. Right. Right. Like my options um, in relationships improve. My um, opportunities to do the things I enjoy improve. That's what's so interesting. It's like I'm so interested in the idea of experiencing upgrading to my actual my actuality. The idea that I could I could tangibly see and experience a level of betterment, not only internally, but externally as well, like to actually feel and see this thing grow around me sounds awesome because I've spent way too much time in my head living in the dream, living in the vision, living in what could be. And then, yeah, now the idea that I can, I can put my feet down, like get rooted and start to grow is really, really cool. Yeah. Not get, not progress, but feet in the ground grow. Yeah. On a daily, on a daily Daily basis, basis. on a day to day practice. And getting involved in that and, and, and then, you know, playing with it. Like I can't, it's, it's been so cool to experience different forms of meditation and listen to different people talk about their experience. It's just a lot of fun. And it's not a religious thing. It's not this, it's not going to a church thing for me. It's not about that. It's not being told anything else. It's about grappling with it for myself looking at this stuff for myself and cutting out the things that don't serve me at the time and then really saturating myself with the things that do and moving with that and then playing another hand and coming back at it again 
and another hand and another hand and another hand and, and continuing that process. And at the end of the day, like it, here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Like none of the stuff that we're talking about really, really matters. But what it does matter is how an individual can experience their, themselves in their life. But these are, these are things that, um, these are things that, that take, that take practice. And, but I, I believe in all of, in my whole heart, in my whole being that if a person gets it, gets involved in this stuff and starts looking at it, you know, we'll put some of the stuff on the comments or whatever, but like looking at myself, looking at themselves in the mirror and looking at how the, their life is shaped by themselves the relationships, the finances, the little intricacies of life are all a direct reflection of the individual. That is it. That really, really, really is it. And once, once I look at that and once I recognize that and I come to, come to terms with it, then I can do whatever I, whatever I want with it. I don't it, like it, it, I can go anywhere and be anywhere and be comfortable. Well, that's what's that's and that's the other part that's really intriguing about it is once once you once all a lot of this stuff gets cleared and you start practicing and seeing things start realizing themselves from the inside out as well. Curiosity occurs, momentum occurs, attraction occurs, things change. I start to experience I start to experience the game of life much differently yeah it be, it becomes for me it's extremely fascinating i'm like what is this this thing coming up now and how where where will it take me so the the thing that was always said to me as a kid was that i wish i could go back and be a, be your age like from adults right right i wish i could be a kid again right life was easier not for me my life is way easier today than it was back then. Wow. It's way easier. But over the last five plus years, six plus years, my life has gotten way, way easier. <laughs> way easier. Yeah. It's easy. Like it's easy and it's fun and it's exciting to, it's exciting to live this way. It's exciting to do this stuff. Life isn't a matter, like, it's not, life is not hard. I was always told life is hard, right? Like, no, life is not hard. Life is a gift. It's how I respond to it and how I see it that makes the difference. Right. How am I looking at this? How am I, am I really in reality here or am I making up something? Am I blaming you? Like, all of that stuff. Like, think about it. Life is hard. Life is hard when I was when I was when I thought I was a victim. I, like, wrote, I wrote a whole rap album <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a song called "Life Is Hard." <laughs> no, I get it, and it was it was like literally I was just so broken and beaten down. Why why am I feeling so? Why am I feeling so deeply in this pain? Why am why is this? You know, I, I was fighting it because I didn't. I it was I I was victimized by it. I was I was I was in a state of 
I've just I felt like the world and and all all everything in me and out of me was just beating me up. Yeah. That's a really really tough spot to live from. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> I wouldn't care if I never wrote another rap ever again, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, and there's a lot of people that live in that that's that place. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Like There's a lot of people that spend a lot of that spend spend their days in that in that space and then the worst part about it is is that there's no ownership of it like i don't own it no i don't own it you know it's it's somebody will say like oh pete like you're a nice guy like yeah maybe then they'll say you know pete you're a real asshole (laughs) like you're really a dick yeah maybe (laughs) like it's okay yeah i might be i might be a nice guy i might like there is no definitive, I don't know, because that's based on your perception of it. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a nice guy or I'm a, I, like, it doesn't matter it's to the, me. Yeah, it's the weirdest things when people tell me what they think I am and I go, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But but see, then the, 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 the issue happens is when I'm sitting there and the person gives me a compliment or says, you know, like there could be a person walking around in the world that's dying inside. They're just dying. And they're, they're just, but see, they, they might have some cash in the bank and they might have some conditioning of wealth and they might have like whatever. Right. And they're going into the, they're, they're driving around in their cool car and they're showing up to the, the Neiman Marcus sale or the Nordstrom <laughs> sale yeah. or the Saks sale or whatever. Right. And they got to walk around with this nice person, kind, loving, like facade and they got to keep that up for as long as they possibly can because they're so afraid to really tell somebody and let pe- let somebody know like who they how they're really feeling how they how they really are that is awful that is a really really awful place to be because i remember that i've lived that way for the longest time i'm dying inside but see i got to have the nice shoes on and i got to have the tailored slacks and i got to have the $7,000 watch and I got to have the nice car and I got to eat at the good restaurants and I got to be able to do all of this stuff. Right. But inside I am a wreck. I, I can, I can't, but the guy says, Oh, you know what? You're a great guy. You're a great guy. Yeah, I am. I'm really a nice guy. <laughs> dying inside, <laughs> but I'm dying. <laughs> so I'm telling myself I'm a nice guy. Right. Or I'd be in a relationship and be like, man, you don't know how good of a guy I am. Like you're going to miss me when you're, when I'm, when I'm gone. Right. Like maybe every guy has been in that situation. Like it, you know, you're going to wish you had me back type of thing. Cause I'm such a winner. Like I'm such a cool, cool guy. One, that's not true at all because it's all arrogance. There's no reality in any of that stuff. And two, it's not my business to ever tell somebody who, who I am. It's not my business to ever like, get somebody to believe who I think I am. That's up to them to f- formulate their own perception and make their own decision and make their own choices. But that is miserable. That is a miserable place to live from. So, so uh, let's, let's, let's close up. Cause I want to really want to eat those Philly cheese. Steaks. Yeah, me too. Sorry. We were just getting, getting fired up. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I, I want to, and I want to do one. More, I want to bring up one more thing, which was the last podcast. The it turned out being all about yoga. Yeah, but that was it, cool. I listened to it today. It was great. 
before it was all about yoga, it was sex and yoga. Mm -hmm. And I texted you the other day because I listened back to it and I was editing it and I, it didn't feel right to publish the sex part. Right. And I didn't think we were going to actually release because I, I was like, I was real, I was willing to just let go of it and just be like, okay, that was, and I guess I just wanted to say, you know, before we close up, like the, I just kind of expressed what happened was I heard what I was saying on the podcast and it wasn't true. The words that were coming out of my mouth weren't true in the sense that I didn't know what I was talking about. And I was, and I was leaning on your experience. And then when, when you would ask me about like what it was, what, what, what about me? It's, uh, you know, the, the truth, the truth is I've been, I'd been with someone for a long time. We just broke up and I have no, I, I have no business getting, having an opinion on anything like this because I'm still hurt and I'm still confused and I'm just now beginning the process of figuring out what it is I actually want because I have no idea. So I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to share that, um, to let you just to let you know a little bit why it was kind of back and forth for a couple of days is I heard what I was saying. Everything you said was awesome, but I, I just didn't feel good about what I was. I just didn't feel like I was. It was too much for me. I get it. And that's a heady play. That's a heady play. And I, res- I you know, I said this in the text, but I respect that 100%. Because that's, uh, that's what it's all about is recognizing my truth. And recognizing that you know, maybe I don't have any experience with any of that stuff and I have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is the, which is valuable. Right. Exactly. And then I can let the other person know, Hey, look, actually, I don't know a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About what we were talking about. You know, what's so funny. I was talking to a friend on the phone today. <laughs> I was talking to a fr- friend on the phone and you know how you and she, and she was basically like you, you. I told her my little bit of my story. She was like, "You have you, you don't need to be dating at all. Like you shouldn't even be thinking about this type of stuff." And it was like when someone gave me the thing I knew that was true. Mm-hmm. It just felt right, and I'm like, "Cause you know I don't know what the right thing to do is, and I don't know how to approach this, and I, and it's been a long time since I've been absolutely intrinsically alone in this sense." And like the permission, it's like hearing somebody say what your heart knows, but doesn't know how to say, you know, which is I'm not in that game right now. I don't want to be in that game right now. And that's totally okay. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. But that's such a heady play, man. Like there, that, that, that's, that's what it's all about is like the, uh, like it's an awareness thing. I got to be aware of what it, there was this guy, this old timer that I knew and he was talking about, there was. This young guy was talking to this old guy, and he was, like, talking about getting into a relationship, right? And the young guy's just just won well. He, you know, he was just coming off of a big bender, and he was all strung out, and it was a, you know, he was just in a rough spot. And um, <laughs> the old timer was great. He said, to the, he said to the guy, he's like, well, I think that's just great. This way, you can get involved <laughs> with another person and fuck their life up too. <laughs> yeah. 
right? Yeah. And the kid was like the 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 guy was in a in a spot where he knew what what the old old timer was talking about, and it made sense to him. And um, see, that's the thing. Like, I <laughs> there was a long time where I didn't have much to contribute in in a relationship. I could take, I would take, and I would manipulate, and I would get it to go the way I wanted it to as best I could. But I was never authentically in a place of contribution and really giving, right? And really, really, I was never really there. And that's that's a painful thing for the other person to be around. Um, yeah, damn. And it's the thing it's about... It's not fair to them, it's not... And that's where that's why this where I'm at right now is so it seems so important that I do this right because I don't want to I like we were saying earlier I I'm not interested in doing anything that's been done before because that's how I've been doing it what you just right. described right and like no I'd much rather I'd rather work this stuff out now spend some serious time on it some effort some discipline some awareness like really put the grind into this thing so I can be in that position. Right. Rather than just, I don't want to do with the stepladder thing. I don't want to stumble my way there. I want to literally like, this is what I'm doing now and we're going to get there. And yeah. when I'm there, I'll know. Yeah. And then when I'm, when I come to that place and I can really make a play. Yes. And, con- and the, give the, and contribute. Then I can, I can really play. I can really, really be co-create. Involved. Yeah. I can be in it. I can, I can go to that table and I can put all the chips there. Yeah. I can put all the chips on that hand. <laughs> yeah. And I can I can I can go. I can make a play, but I never was able to do that cuz I was always going to the table and I had a chip over here and I had a few chips over there and I had, you know, maybe a side chip over there and I never was able to actually commit to the situation and make the statement and say, "Hey, look, like no, I want to do this. I I I want to create this and I want to do it with you." Right, like I want to be in this with you. It was I could never commit like that because I was so afraid that it wasn't going to work. Mm. And so then the whole thing is just up to a. It's just up to a. It's there's there's no creative. There, there's no conscious creativity there. It's just a fucking free for all. And um, you know, I end up finding myself in a situation that I really don't want to be in. This 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 really isn't how I want to live. So it's cool and it's fun and it, it's just a, for me, like in conclusion, it's just a great way to go. Like, I mean, if I'm, my thing is if I'm going to be here and I'm going to play this thing out till whenever I'm out of here, like whenever, whenever these feet don't move and whenever, like I might as well be as present and be as aware and be as uh, available and be as conscious as I can. If I'm going to do this, that's the way I look at it. Cause the sleepwalking stuff and not having these types of conversations and not looking at the, the, the examples that I look at today, it like, this is, this stuff is the, I love this stuff. I love looking at this stuff and I love this this path I love this way of life 
and I would not trade how I live today for a billion dollars. It would not. There is nothing. No, yeah. There is nothing that would move me off my stool. Yeah, it, it makes life worth worth living and playing. It's it's engaging. It, it, you you get to see, and that's the thing that's that yeah that I feel like you on you did a good job of onboarding to me the day at the vision board was that like hold on a second you've got power yes you're gonna learn how to tap into that yeah and it's it's discipline i am power i am power yeah just look at my life i created the whole fucking thing yeah (laughs) yeah and when it's shitty we created a really shitty thing i created that too yeah so it's a good way to go. It's a it's a fun way to go. It's a cool way to go. Um and it's a real thing. It's a, it's a real it's real life. You know, life 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 is a business. You know. It's a business, it's a game, it's a it's um it's a business of being, dude. Yeah, it's an amusement park. It's a lot of things. It's just how do I want to play it? So Namaste. Namaste, dudes. Thanks for joining. I know what song is going to come in here. It's going to be games. Drop games. No effort, no work, no savings of money. A choice right now. 
between fear and love 